Good morning. This is John Richardson speaking with you from Toronto, Canada. Today is Tuesday, March the 21st, 2023. And today, along with Dubai-based tax lawyer Virginia Latoura Jeeker, we are going to explore part of the Biden Green Book. That is a surprise inclusion a recommendation to get rid of what is referred to as a sailing permit. This is interesting. Well, Virginia, how are you today? Hi, John. Everything's going well here. We have beautiful weather, even though we had a little bit of rain today. The sun's shining. So everything is good. And how about for you? Things are good. I just, you know, just to start this off sort of anecdotally, I saw a great movie yesterday uh, in Toronto, Ithaca. Uh, it's a movie, essentially a documentary starring Julian Assange's father about the whole Julian Assange thing. And as you may know, uh, he was charged under a 2017 U.S. law, a 2017 uh, U.S. law, okay, which was sort of trotted out for that purpose. Anyway, uh, that aside, today we're going to talk about what is referred to as a sailing permit. What do you know about the sailing permit, Virginia? Okay, well, the sailing permit sounds like something you would get if you were in the Marines or <laughs> some other uh, nautical type of um, industry, but it is not related to that at all. It is actually a certificate of compliance and there's a tax form that foreign people must file with the IRS to demonstrate they've paid all of their taxes before they're departing the United States. So this applies to foreign persons such as um, green card holders and others who may be on certain visas. When they are leaving America, they are supposed to present this sailing permit in order to um, established they've been fully tax compliant before they leave the country. Oh, my God, this is really interesting stuff. So, okay, to give this a little more specificity, what we find is in Section 6851 of the Internal Revenue Code, a paragraph D, specifically what the law says, departure of aliens subject to such exceptions as made by regulations be prescribed by the secretary. And then it says, and this is really extraordinary, no alien shall depart from the United States unless, unless he first procures from the secretary a certificate that he has complied with all the obligations imposed on him by the income tax laws. Wow. Now let's just pause for a minute here. So what that says is, okay, that no alien shall depart. Now alien means anybody who's not a citizen, right? Correct. Any foreign person. So even a green card holder, right? That's correct. No person who's not a citizen shall depart from the United States without first procuring from the secretary, you can't get it at a 7-Eleven or something, a certificate 
sounds like something on paper, that he has complied with all the obligations. I, doesn't that strike you as, as rather extraordinary? It is extraordinary, um, John. The use of the word shall is pretty strong. I mean, you know, from a legal standpoint, when we use that word, we really mean business. Shall not, as opposed to, you know, may not. So, so this means that anybody who's not a citizen, all right, once they're inside the United States, is not permitted to leave the country without taking this. And this is what it says, right? This is, yes. Yes. Now, we will go into issues of this being enforced, but this is what the law says. Okay. And I would add also that, okay, so now this is apparently a 1921 law, sort of the same vintage as the 1917 Espionage Act that was used to charge Julian Assange. Same vintage anyway, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, but what I find interesting is, you know, it's one thing to say it's not enforced as though people have forgotten about it, but, you know, checking publication 519 yesterday, like, this is clearly stated in publication 519 that this is the law, right? It's still being mentioned in that publication, which is the one that's specifically for non-U.S. persons. Okay, so this is this is amazing stuff. Okay. Um, do you see an analogy here to FBAR? Well, you know... I did a blog post on this, as you may remember, about 10 years ago, raising this issue of the sailing permit and what what it mandates and it's not being enforced, but the law is still on the books. And as you clearly point out, it's even still being referenced by the Internal Revenue Service in a publication from the 2022 tax year. So that's pretty, pretty recent. Now, my concern with this sailing permit when I wrote the blog post way back when was to the effect of we had FBAR being around since the 1970s. Nobody paid attention to it. Nobody was really preparing FBARs. It was rare that you found professionals preparing FBARs for their clients. Um, I remember when I moved to Hong Kong in 1986, my First year overseas, I did hire a professional to prepare my tax returns because I didn't understand anything about how these things worked um, in the foreign realm. And that person said, oh, there's this thing called F4. And that's when I learned about F4. So back in the day, no one was enforcing it, but I was concerned that, gee, if it's on the books, maybe the sailing permit, if the IRS wants to get in tax dollars, this is certainly a way they can do it, is by enforcing the provisions of the tax code that mandate this sailing permit. So people didn't care about FBAR, and now it's it's all the rage. It's, it's brought in tons of tax penalties to the IRS, and why can't we say the same thing might happen? You can't rule it out, that it the law is there. If they want to use it, they can. Yeah. I mean, there's certainly that aspect of it. The second aspect of it that, that strikes me about this is that, you know, if we look at the actual text of the legislation, which, of course, 
you know, people are not inclined to do, but we do. Again, all right, what it says is departure subject to such exceptions as made by regulations be prescribed by the secretary. I mean, I read this as basically a delegation to the secretary to decide who's subject to this and who's not. Do you agree? Oh, absolutely, yes, because there's, there's no meat really to what, what else the law says. It doesn't say. Who should be um, who should be worrying about this? Who's exempted from it? Um, and the Treasury has come up with exemptions, as I recall. Yeah, that, well, they certainly have. But this is just like FBAR, also in the sense that you know, in the FBAR statute, we just had five three one four that essentially delegates to the Treasury Secretary the job of you know, deciding who really has to file an FBAR and who doesn't, right? That's correct. That's correct. There's very so, little statute itself that gives you direction. Everything is in the regulations. And that's the same as this this provision. Yeah, which, you know, which I think is an interesting similarity, right? So what we have is, you know, it's really a, just a god-awful law, you know, on the books, right? But I think compounded by the you know by the statutory delegation of the treasury secretary to make up rules and you know it seems to me that this as always happens opens the door to make up rules for all kinds of potentially improper purposes mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i mean th this thing has got to go right it has to go i mean i think that the uh the biden administration should be commended for recognizing that this thing has to go. Um, why do you think it's still around? I mean, it's 100 years old. <laughs> I don't ascribe any nefarious underlying reason for why it's still there. I think it's a matter of our tax laws are so voluminous and so complicated and they change all the time that things just slip in between the cracks. And this is something that has slipped in between the cracks. Yeah, I think you're probably right on that. But uh, it doesn't mean that it, it well, you know, it, okay, it's it's slipped between the cracks, right? It can't be pulled out from well, the problem. I mean, it can't be really pulled out. And we have, you know, publication 519 clearly referencing it, right? Yeah. So it is, you know, I think it's more of, um, you know, I think they have a problem of getting rid of obsolete stuff in the tax code. Um, I did not look at the publication, John. What does it say? Does it? Does the publication reference this sailing permit as something that people should be doing? How did it explain it? Okay, just a second here, because I actually included that. Maybe I did not. Um, I think it is. No, you do. It says- Chapter um, 11, isn't it, or something? And it's also in a tax topic. It says, if you're a resident or non-resident alien departing the United States, 
you usually have to show that you have complied with the U.S. income tax laws before you can depart. You do this by obtaining from the IRS a tax clearance document, commonly called a departure permit or a sailing permit. Yeah, you're quoting from uh, actually tax topic 658. Um, so what happens here is, so we have chapter 11 of the 2022 edition of IRS publication 519. Let's see what that actually says. Okay. But I mean, it's, it's incredible, okay? It's chapter 11. It's called departing aliens and sailing or and the sailing or departure permit. Like it is right there. Okay. Right along with dual stacks, dual status tax here, chapter six, chapter seven, filing information, chapter eight, paying tax through withholding, chapter nine, tax treaty benefits, chapter mm -hmm. 10, employees of foreign governments, chapter 11. Here we go. Departing aliens and sailing or departure permit. I mean, it's, very prominent and you know just clicking over to it okay you know it, it consumes uh a few pages a few pages and yeah. here's what the introduction actually reads before leaving the united states all aliens except those listed under aliens not required okay in other words the some regulation must obtain a certificate of compliance this document, also popularly known as a sailing permit or departure permit, is part of the income tax form you must file before leaving. You will receive a sailing or departure permit after filing a Form 1040C or Form 2063. These forms are discussed in this chapter. I mean, how much more clear can it be? Exactly. Hmm. People don't do it. Why not? because it's not being enforced. And I think that's the answer. It's not being enforced. People aren't even aware of it. They must be aware of it. It's, it, it's so prominent in publication 519. How can they not be aware of it? <laughs> okay, John, they're not reading this stuff. No, and that can't be true, Virginia. It is true. It is true. They're still not, everyone's still not knowing about FBAR, and FBAR has gotten so much more publicity than the sailing permit. Well, anyway, amazing stuff, and I think potentially extremely dangerous stuff. Yes, well, let's hope that um, President Biden's proposal will be taken seriously, and they dump this thing, get rid of it. Absolutely. Interestingly, when you read this, uh, the discussion of this in the Green Book, it is also, it's the part of the Green Book that also talks about Form 8854. Hmm. And uh, it makes me wonder uh, if the administration sees, the, sees uh, Form 8854 as a kind of sailing permit as well. I mean, it's interesting that, that, that it's discussed in the same section, right? Yes, yes, yeah. Well, you know, a lot of green card holders leaving the United States who would be technically covered by this sailing permit, uh, they, are, they are covered by having to file a Form 8854. You know, they need to do that if they've held the green card for a certain amount of time. So I can see why they are, they are putting it in the same general area as the section discussing 8854. Yeah. 
Well, definitely amazing stuff. Mm. Yep. I think the Internal Revenue Code needs a good house cleaning. <laughs> they need to do a lot of house cleaning for sure. Do you think the well, Treasury is a is a statute hoarder? Do I think what? Do you think that do you think that uh, the U.S. government is a statute is a hoarder of statutes? Yes, I do believe. I do believe there's not been some serious cleanup that needs to be done. Yeah, it's amazing stuff. One of the justifications, uh, I think this this is an interesting point, uh, that the Green Book gives for getting rid of this is that now uh, we're living in a world of withholding taxes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that ought to clean up a good part of this. Perhaps when this was enacted, there were just no withholding taxes. It could be. could be. Yeah. Anyway, absolutely amazing stuff. Do you have any other words of wisdom in relation to this, or is this this enough uh, historical commentary for today? I think we've covered it, John, but I, I think the lesson here is that, and the Julian Assange um, reference is, is actually quite appropriate in this respect, the lesson here is that if there is a law on the books and you get an administration that wants to use it in some way, and they can really use it in a, in a way that harms and, and has a bite. So the fact that the law is there shouldn't give people too much of a comfort. You know, we've got to, if we can get rid of it, it would certainly be a good thing to get rid of that sailing permit provision. No, they've got to get rid of it. I mean, they rolled out FBAR after years and years. They rolled out the Espionage Act to go after Julian Assange. And they can roll this thing out, you know, to keep people in the United States. Yes, that's right. Okay, well, John, thanks for noticing this and involving me in your talk. It's always a pleasure. And, uh, yeah, look forward to our next, our next chat. Absolutely, but before our next chat, people should always read your blog. I think, and uh, where where would they find where would they find that? Okay, so they'll find that at www.us-tax.org, O-R-G, and I have a whole page called Categories, which lists the categories that are discussed in my international tax blog. So we've got tons of stuff on green card holders, expatriation, withholding taxes. It's all there. They, they can just scroll down the um, category section and see what interests them to read. And I'm sure they'll find something. All right. And maybe even something on the sailing permit. Just <laughs> Well, I, I mean, you know, tip to you for recognizing this, you know, 10 years ago or whatever is a potential problem. Yes, it was in. 2013, it was posted on um, Anglo Info's website, and it was also posted in Tax Tax Connections. So maybe I'll resurrect it, just as. Well, I think you ought to resurrect it, but I think there may be a more important lesson here generally, and that is to determine where tax, where things may be going 10, 20 years down the road. Read Virginia's blog. <laughs> oh, thanks, John. You you always make me feel good about my blog. 
Oh, it's a great blog. All right. Well, thanks for the chat today. I look forward to the next one. Thanks. Okay, take care.